So, welcome everyone to our di- double digits, baby, number 10th episode of DE Takeover. I'm your host, David Rodriguez, alongside my co host, Eric Hines. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you, David, for that amazing intro right there. Everybody, welcome to, again, like he said before, the 10th episode, double digits, ladies and gentlemen. This is a big episode, 10th episode of, of DE Takeover. Um, here at DE Takeover, we talk about all sports that you can think of. We talk about everything, um, every everything, every sport um, to the best of our ability, best of our knowledge. Um, also, if you want, we have our shows on Mondays and Thursdays from seven to nine p.m. Eastern Time. Once again, that's Mondays and Thursdays from seven to nine p.m. Eastern Time. And if you want to get daily updates on our shows, go ahead and go go over to our Instagram. Our Instagram is official underscore DE underscore Takeover. Once again, that is official underscore DE underscore takeover. So you can go ahead and go on Instagram and give us a follow there to get um, daily updates as well. And if you want to go ahead, um, if you want um, to get to know your host a little bit more of the show, me and David, you can go ahead and follow my Instagram, which is Eric underscore Hines 16. And David, yours is? David underscore Rod underscore O2. There it is right there. So those are the two Instagrams. And you can go ahead and follow those, follow those Instagrams if you want to get to know us more. But um, also, the most important following that you guys can do for us is dropping a follow on the Stereo app right here. It would help us out so much. Also, if you can subscribe to the show as well so you can get notifications um, when the show comes on as well. And that would help us out so much so we can reach out to different audiences and really grow our brand here on Stereo. And um, also, we also, if you miss an episode, there's no need to worry because you can go ahead and go over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts. To go and go ahead and um and replay the episodes because we have the episodes up there on Spotify and Apple Podcast and it's beautifully and amazingly edited by David right here, one of your hosts right here. It's absolutely amazing editing right there. So um, real quick, quick round of applause for David taking out, taking the time out of his day to do that. Just wanted I was, I I'm always gonna hype you up, man. I always gonna hype you up for that. I'm sorry, but um. Regardless, regardless, man, they're on Spotify, so go ahead and give us a follow on Spotify as well, and um, also on our podcast as well, and the Anchor app, if you do happen to have the Anchor app. So, all those options for you guys right there. And also, during the show, you they, Stereo provides this awesome feature where you can send in um, audio messages. So, we encourage you guys to send in a bunch of audio messages. As you guys can see now, we have two audio messages in the queue waiting. But um, we love when you guys send the audio messages. Um, we love when you guys get involved in the conversation. It's always much uh, a great time when you guys get involved as well. The only thing that we ask of you guys, if you can keep it PG-13 and also sports-related, because um, we want to keep this a family-friendly show so um, everybody of all ages can listen to it. But um, other than that, David, uh, you got it. everything? You got it. You got it. I don't even have to say it anymore. You always get it. Thank you, my God. Thank you, my gosh. But, um... Really quick, do you want to do you want to please audio message really really quick before we keep going into the show? I say we do it. All right, man, let's get it going. Well, we got three already. Dang, nice. you guys are excited. Let's get it going, man. Um, so at, all three of them are from our boy Shockwave. Shockwave, we love it. The building, and he's we here, love it. man. We love it, man. Absolutely. But shout to Shockwave. Thank you, man, for popping out. And here are your audio messages, man. Here we go. Meet me at the DNE takeover. Yeah. <laughs> Fellas, 
How about Mexico losing the gold cup, only giving uh, up two goals? There we Ooh. go. There we go. Ooh. Rough. Mexico losing the gold cup, giving First of all, shout out to you for that audio message. Yes. Um, really, I'm going to say this much. You know, that was a very, if, as a soccer fan, that was a very in interesting and fun game to watch. But yes, um, yes. overall, David, do we go into it now or do we wait? Because we, we are going to go into it later. Like, we gonna, we gotta, I, 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 say, I say we got to wait. We have to wait. We have to wait. All we, right, can't, so, we can't jump the gun. But what's it called? I will say this. It was a very electrified game. Yeah, you can say that? Yes, it was. For sure. And a very, a very exciting ending as well. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So there, there it is. There, there it is right there, Shockwave. But overall, um, we will go. Stay tuned because we will go into that later on in the show. But um, let, um, David, you ready to go into his next audio message? I'm excited, man. I can't All wait. Right, here we, All right, here we go. Here we go. The whole tournament got me heated, bro. They gave up two goals the whole. <laughs> uh, Absolutely insane, bro. Wait, is he saying that Mexico gave up two goals the entire tournament? I believe so. Is that? Is I that? They I, lost I, to El Salvador the first game. No, they tied the El Salvador. Oh, they tied them. Oh yes. Oh, I'm thinking of a different game. Oh my gosh. So he's so right. Imagine that, David. It's crazy. Oh, crazy. My, oh my gosh. Wow. The one, the two goals that they give up, they give up, and the one, the other goal that they give up is literally in the final. Imagine. So sad. You know, David. Before we before we keep um before we keep going, David, I, I gotta say this, man. I got some breaking news. I can't help it. I can't. Let me. Uh, what it. happened? I'm bugging what? out looking at this right now. What so happened? If anyone doesn't know, if anyone doesn't know, um, literally as we started the show at 6 p.m. Also, um, the NBA's free agency started at 6 p.m. as well, and we have our. I would say we have our first blockbuster um signing. I guess you could say. And um, David, are you ready for this? Oh, what is it? Oh, please, please. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Agent Guard is landing a four-year, $85 million deal contract with the Bulls in a sign-and-trade deal with the Pelicans. That is Lonzo Ball is on his way to the Chicago Bulls. Oh, my gosh. Come on, man. Why can't he go to the Knicks? No one wants to go to the Knicks. Everyone wants to go everywhere else. Zion. I'm Zion not happy, about, bro. I'm not happy about that one right there. I'm not gonna lie. Cause I don't like, think that was a good thing by. That was not a good good pickup by Chicago. Cause what? Now, Kobe, Kobe White and now Zach Levine. Come on. See, but the thing is, we don't know what they got in return because they said That's sign true. and trade. So they could have got Kobe White. They could have got Kobe White in return, but regardless, I feel as if that that like Zion or Lonzo compliments Zion's game. I always say that all the time. So like, it's very unfortunate to see that happen, but um, for sure. Hey man, that's a big first signing in in, in yeah um, in um in free agency. How do you feel about that, David? I'm upset because I really want Alonzo to go to New York, but like, <laughs> I guess no one really wants to go to New York. Uh, well, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. You know. You no, know, you're right. Damian Lillard might want to stop by, but we'll see what All happens. Nice. Right, All right, maybe DeMar DeRozan. Or <laughs> I, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. To be honest, maybe Spencer oh, Dinwiddie. Man. I don't know. We'll see what happens, man. Definitely. But um, with that being said, let's go ahead and play Shockwave's last um last audio message, man. Here we go. Lonzo Ball, four years, eighty-five million. He's gonna be a Chicago Bull. What are your thoughts, fellas? We just answered. Yeah, we just answered it, man. We just answered it. 
awesome. So you got yeah. you got the breaking news. He's like the Woj bomb. On yeah, DVD man. Tango. The shockwave bomb. It's a shockwave. Yeah. It's oh, regular... oh, exactly. His name yeah, is literally... his name. It's a shockwave. <laughs> it's literally just a regular shockwave. That's it. It's not even a bomb. It's just a shockwave. <laughs> but uh, without further ado, man, David, go ahead and lead us into our first segment, man. That was a way. That was a very, very fun way to start the episode, man. But let's keep it going. For sure, for sure. And uh, welcome everyone to our tenth episode of Dini Takeover. Without further ado, let's get into our first segment called "Quote of the Week." And basically, in this segment. It's just me and Eric's fun little way of spreading some positivity in the quotes that we give to you guys. So this week's quote of the week is, opportunity is missed by most people because it is dressed in overalls and looks like work. Ooh, wait, Sam, hold up. My, yeah. my, um, my thing was bugging out on my end. I missed the first part of that. Can you say it again for me? Just uh, for me. I, will, uh, I will definitely say it again because it's a good quote. It is, Opportunity is missed by most people because it is dressed in overalls and looks like work. Oh. And that was said by Thomas Edison, the guy who invented the light bulb. Shout out Thomas Edison, man. Yeah, shout out to him, man. But that quote's basically telling you, ladies and gentlemen, just don't be lazy. You got to work in life to get where you want to go. So, that's it. There it is. That's love. That's well said, David, right there, man. That's well said. That's a lovely quote, though. That's Appreciate a lovely it. quote. Love that. I one. will. Can I say it one more time? I yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. It makes when I say these quotes, ladies and gentlemen, it just makes me feel good inside, and it makes me want to like become a millionaire. But <laughs> yeah, but, uh, we love that though. We love that. <laughs> but this quote of the week is: "Opportunity is missed by most people because it is dressed in overalls and looks like work." And that was said by no other than the guy who invented the light bulb and failed thousands of thousands of times, Thomas Edison. Hey, Amen. You got it. Listen, it, it it's eventually when you go in, when you're going for your goals. At times you're gonna fail, man. But you got it, it matters how you uh, if, how you respond. You know how you get that's back it. up. So that's it. That's what Thomas Edison did. But you know we love spreading some positivity around here, David, with the awesome quote once again. But um, David, man, I can't. I listen. I can't help it. There's literally a bunch of woes bombs basically getting dropped right now. There's a <laughs> bunch of woes bombs. I really. I, I got I got three for you right here. One of them is a sign, but I got three things for you right here. Do you mind uh, if I say this really quick? Yeah, we got breaking news all, all over the show today. Basically, but um here we go. With the first one, um the Bulls are targeting the Marta Rosen. You know, obviously like we'll get into it later, you know, a little bit, but um the Bulls are looking to, to get the Marta Rosen as as well as Lonzo Ball, which would be a good signing. And then, so what do you think about that one first? Before I can go, I'm just gonna sorry, I don't want to ramble off. Demar Demar Derozan to the Bulls, like again, another player that could have been to the Knicks that is probably gonna be taken away because no one wants to come to New York apparently. So. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! The Bulls are, are making this free agency terrible for you guys. What's going on? Yeah, but like, I don't even know if those picks even complement what they're playing. I mean, with the Lonzo Ball thing, hopefully the signing trades with Kobe White because you can have three guards. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's going to be weird. That is going to be weird. But um, the next one, this one I feel like is a little bit of a big one. Um, The Hawks and the Hawks are not close to signing a deal with um, John Collins, man. Wow. That yeah, is man. an extreme, extremely big one. Because as we all know, John Collins was one of the reasons why, alongside Trey Young, was one of the reasons why Atlanta Hawks got into this year's playoffs and got deep. So without his defensive presence and even his offensive explosiveness, 
it's going to be tricky for Atlanta next year. And and now the fact that these guys are going are going into free agency now, like you don't know, he might be talking to other teams right now because he's a yeah. he can do whatever he wants. He's he's not owned by the Atlanta Hawks right now, so this is weird, man. But um, <laughs> the last one right here, we talked about this guy like very vaguely every once in a while during our old episodes. But um, the Mavs re-signed um Hardaway Jr. Man, um, they signed him back to a four-year deal for seventy-two million dollars, man. Nice, nice. That's what do you think about that one? How much was the four-year deal? How much money? What was it? I just had it in front of me. One second. I just pulled it away. Um, $72 million. Four years, $72 million? Oh, these guys are getting paid more than Scottie Pippen back in the day. Oh, oh my. <laughs> Why? Um, what do you think? When you put it that way, that's kind of that's kind of weird. That's kind of weird to think about. It's, 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 oh, uh, I mean. Tim Hardaway Jr., I love his game. I really think he's a good bench role player. Not bench player, but just a role player, a good compliment player to have around your superstars. I mean, it's a great pickup by Mavs, but the money seems a little expensive. But we all seen a history of Tim Hardaway Jr. signing expensive deals. Oh, so. my God, David. Another Woj bomb. David, oh. thing. Let me guess. Kyle Lowry is on his way to the Heat, man. Kyle Lowry to the Heat. Kyle yeah. Lowry is on his way to the Miami Heat with a signing trade. Oh, you know, signing trade! Wow, who's he gonna go? But just off of that, I don't really know how it's gonna go, just because I don't know if Kyle Lowry is gonna play with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. But the Heat is getting a good, a good, a good player. The Heat are getting a good veteran point guard that knows his way around the league and is definitely still performing at a good level. But does it make the Heat better? And I. Go ahead, go ahead. And I'm going to say no. I think it's exactly the same. I will say this. I will say this much. I believe – I'll get into it a little bit earlier. And um, I believe the the trade um, pieces – I'm not aware of these other trade pieces, but I know when the rumors were coming out, the trade pieces that they were looking to use were um, Goran Dragic Dragic, and um, Precious Achua. Really? They, I think they might have used those. I'm not sure, but they might have used those as as maybe. trade pieces. Maybe we'll see. We'll find Either out. Way, man, Kyle Lowry is on the Miami Heat now. But I do agree with you. I don't if 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 they get better, honestly, if I'm being, I I agree with you on that point. I don't know if they really get that much better to the point where they're contending for a championship. And I don't really know how effective that big three is. You know, exactly. But we'll see what happens. But Couple of woes bombs, maybe a couple of woes bombs, you know. But um, we're gonna, we're we have a couple audio messages, my man. So we have four audio messages actually. So let's do it. Let's do it. There it is. All right, here we go. The first is from our boy Rodriguez. He's back in the building. Pablo Rodriguez is back in the building, man. So shout out to you, my guy. And here's your audio message. Here we go. My boys, what is up? Y'all probably heard, and y'all probably just seen this, and y'all, I hope y'all knew, but breaking news, breaking news, Lonzo Ball is going to the Bulls on a sign and trade. Oh, God, I thought he was actually going to go to, I I thought there was going to be something going on with Charlotte, having the Ball brothers there, since uh, since both, uh, since both LaMelo and LiAngelo. Are in Charlotte now. Well, Leangelo is in the is in the summer team, 
in the summer league team, but we'll see. But Lonzo is a bull for four years. That is, yeah, we, we, we discussed this before. It's crazy. But, like, you know, that would have been nice to see him in Charlotte. I mean, I guess he didn't want to play with his brothers. But, I mean, imagine, like, playing with your siblings or even in your siblings in a professional way. I feel like you have so much chemistry there that, like, you basically dominate every single team. You, you would hope so. You would hope so, you know? Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, that would have been a crazy – that would have been a crazy matchup right there. Or, like, a crazy um, trio, I guess you could say. I don't even know how good Leal is yet. I'm going to be honest. No, so. no. We 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 guys wait wait till summer league to see how good this man is. Um, with that being said, man, shout out to Pablo, man. Yes, um, sir. Thank you for popping out to the for, to the podcast. But um, let's go ahead and go to the next audio message, which is from the Meet Me at the Rip Goat, Ovimar. Let's do it, man. Go ahead and listen to your audio message. Here we go. That sounds like a no judge zone to me. Opportunities coming and you won't take it because it looks a certain way. Hmm, you might have just missed your calling. Yes, 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 yes. Well said. There it is, David. She's talking about that awesome quote that you brought from before, man. Don't miss that's, your opportunity. Don't don't judge a book by its cover. That's that's what I'm getting from this, man. I love what that. I, I, I love that thing. Don't judge a book by its cover because it's so true, man. It's so true. I mean, and this one, in this quote, and basically saying don't. Look at something like that and judge it by work and be like, oh, I don't want to do it. You're going to have to do it in order to reach the top. So, Just like that, man. Just like that. But um, shout out to Opie Mar for popping yes. out to the podcast. But um, David, I got another – I'm sorry. I got like, another Woj bomb for you, bro. Oh. I don't think – I mean, it's kind of big, kind of not. But I think we expected it. But either way, I'm still going to drop it for you really quick. Um, Jimmy Butler gets a $184 million extension. For four years. There um, it is, man. Butler is going. What happened? I said it's smart by the Heat. Sign, resign you guys. And it's not that much exactly. compared to other people. Definitely, definitely. But that's still a very good. That's a still a very good. Butler right also. So it's guaranteed that we will definitely see this trip, man. We will definitely yeah. see this I mean, I had no doubt. But like still, you know, just, just, just to say that, I guess you could say. Just to say it. Yes, now it's, but, like, now it's like set in stone. Now you definitely yeah, can see this. Exactly, exactly. But without further ado, let's go ahead and go on to the next audio message, which is from our boy Shockwave, man. Here we go. Thomas Sadoransky, Garrett Temple, and a second-round pick are going to uh, New Orleans in exchange for Lonzo Ball. Wow. Huh. Wow, so oh, Kobe, White, Kobe White is not in that thing at all. So that means they're telling me one thing only. That either Kobe White is going to be a six-man role, which would actually be pretty good for his career, I believe, or Lamel, uh, not Lamel, or uh, Lonzo Ball is going to be in that role. Either one of those two, because no Zach Levine is going to be a six-man. I, I, I would say I would say Kobe White's six-man, but wait a minute, do you see Thomas Sadoransky and who? And Garrett Temple. And a second-round pick. Yeah. I gotta look up how old these guys are. I'm sorry, I, I'm I I have to because I'm I'm just I'm too intrigued to like to the point because in my opinion, just hearing that based off their playing styles and what we've seen this year, I feel like the Pelicans just basically got nothing. No offense, like Thomas Sadoransky's good. Don't get me wrong, but they got role players. They got they got bench players. That's what they got. 
They yeah, they got they got more bench they got more bench players, but overall, man, uh, I don't they got, know. They got bench players in exchange for uh, a pretty good player in Lonzo. Yeah, he's getting better. Garrett Temple's three five. Okay. All right, we'll take we'll like I guess, I guess a little bit like I said a little bit of role players, but um, that man, that's crazy. That's crazy. Who do you think won that? I gotta hear it now. I gotta hear uh, it. We're talking about it. Who do you think was think, that? If I'm being honest with you, I think the Bulls kind of won that because they got a very good player, not very good, but a good player in Lonzo Ball, and I feel like he will develop very good in the future and become a very, very good player. But it'll just see how it goes with him and but and in Chicago because sometimes when you def- when you move into a new location, like him and Lon, not not him and Lonzo, him and uh, and Zion were working really good off the pick and roll and. Now we don't know if, like, if they needed each other to thrive. Now we can see Alonzo in a different environment and see if he can thrive based off of that. But if he does, then Chicago won that trade. Definitely. Definitely. I, just, I want to put this out here as well. Garrett Temple's 35, and Tom, Tomas Sadaransky is 29, and Alonzo is 23. Yeah. You know, I'll see how he's out. Honestly, I don't know if the answer to the Pelican situation was more role players but <laughs> definitely not. they do they do have they do have with Jonas Valanciunas though right yes they do they recently got him so so what happens in that man maybe he'll, he'll add a little bit more we'll definitely add more to that team but like maybe maybe we'll be a different a whole different um scene from from the from the New Orleans Pelicans so that's another Woj bomb right there there we go man we're gonna but, we're gonna hear those all all night tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So be prepared. Yeah. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, David. I I got another one. I, I literally got one already. These, uh, these things they they don't stop coming. But this one, uh, kind of, you know, like in the middle. But um, still want to say it really quick. Look, look, they had the nerve to put all star guard. I I mean, I don't want to be mean. But like Mike Conley. Yeah, Mike Conley. I already know, I already know where you're going with this. Yeah, Mike Conley has agreed to a three-year, $72.5 million contract to stay with the Jazz. All right, all right. I mean, I mean, he's already been on the team, so we already know what he's producing. And he is an all-star, so maybe he gets another all-star next year. Who knows? Well, yeah, man. You never – wait, wait, hold uh, You never know, but at the same time – it's uh, I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. I don't see that. Happening. We'll see. We will see. Oh my gosh! I can't. Well, I'm literally like I'm trying to stay focused, but the same time I'm looking to see when like they drop the bot with the most bot and everything because it's just so amazing. But um, either way, man, we got two more audio messages to get through. Oh, Kelly Olynyk signed with the Pistons. I don't know if that really matters to me. He signed a thirty-seven million dollar deal, but. We're gonna yeah. keep going. We're gonna, no, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, gonna, keep we're gonna going. move past that one. <laughs> no, but let's keep yeah. going. So here's the next one from our boy Pablo Rodriguez. Here we go. We have a lot of things going on now. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Nerlens Noel's is staying with the Knicks. Yes. Um, no! Fucking yes, uh, what is it? Uh, Jared Allen is staying with the Cavs. What? Man, Mike Conley staying with the um, Mike Conley staying. Um, Wait, what? Damn. 
man, it it is a great off season now. It's a great trade deadline going on here. A lot of, a lot of free agencies going. For sure, Pablo Rodriguez. And shout out to you, man. But uh, Eric, the Nerlens Noel one really shocked me because I did not hear that one. So he's no. staying in New York, and that's where he should stay because Tom Thibodeau is a great coach, and they've worked together last year, and they will continue to work together and go into the playoffs as last year. So that's a great that's a great signing by the Knicks to keep him. Terrible decision. You should have came to the Nets. So, oh, oh, I mean, I, I wouldn't be mad with that because I'm a Nets fan too. But true, true. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, Nerlens Noel is staying. Dang, bro. All nice. Right, well, there's, there's probably. I'm pretty sure there's gonna be more to come, but we'll keep it going. Um, shout out to Pablo Rodriguez for that audio yes. right there. And let's go ahead and go on to next one, which is from our boy Shockley. Here we go. The New York Knicks retain a couple of their depth pieces, uh, Nerlens Noel and yes. Alec Burks. Are returning and they still have approximately thirty million dollars in in cap room. So we'll see what the Knicks do here in the next few minutes. Oh, I think uh, I like I like keeping Alec Burks and Nerlens Noel. It goes to show that the Knicks they liked what they had last year and they're going to keep it and they're going to add a couple of pieces. Whether that's they, Damian Lillard in a trade or they get Demar Derozan. They're going to add some pieces to help them get better. But I like how they're keeping all these the players they had last year. You know, I don't mind that at all because actually there was a rumor that the Lakers would have possibly pr- pursued Alec Burks. I really did not want that to happen. So <laughs> that, was, that would have gave them shooting. And that's like the big like thing right now. The Lakers don't really have that much shooting. But um, either way, hey, man, the Knicks are going to be the Knicks, man. We'll see what, we'll see what happens. They have $30 million worth. Or room and cap in cash space. So I don't. Who can you really sign with that? Demar. Demar most right. Demar. Maybe a couple of other guys. Maybe you get Damian Lillard in a trade. A uh, there's no way that you. There's no way. There's no way that Damian Lillard's going to New York off of a trade. Nah. No way. I think so, man. We will see what happens. But if he does, you got New York fans are going to be dancing. You got to throw your entire um, freaking starter team at him, man. You got to throw the first five at him. Oh, no <laughs> oh, way. RJ in there. <laughs> no, RJ's not going. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, shout, out to, shout out to Shockwave for that one right there, yes. man. But let's go ahead to the next one. And our boy Jake Up is in the building. Oh, shout out go. to you, man. He's a bit um, good to see you, my guy. Good to see you. But um, let's go ahead and play this audio message. Here we go. We are not far into free agency. One thing's guaranteed. Charles Barkley is going to go 0 for 5 in who he played for. We all know that. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Yo, bro, why you got to Charles like that, man? Why you got to? Oh, that's funny. That is funny. But Josh Stop. kicked up, man. It's yeah. nice seeing you around, man. It's nice seeing you around, but... All right, man. Eric. Well, what's up? I said it's, it's time to go into our second segment, man. Finally, yeah. Finally, I'm not saying that. Finally, it's time to go into the second segment, man. So many woes bombs. But, um, yes, sir. We love it, but, you know, we got to go into our segment. And our next one is, ladies and gentlemen, called The Great Debate. And basically, in this segment, me and Eric, we give topics to each other. And also, on our Instagram story, we give you guys the option to give us debating topics for me and Eric to talk about on the show. And yours will most definitely 
be on the show. So if you want to do that for next show, it'll be on Thursday throughout the whole day. And just type in your debate topic, and we will definitely go through it. But, Eric, what do we got today? What do we well, got today? We got us we got us one debate topic from Instagram, and it's from someone that's listening live right now. Our man Shockwave has thrown oh. in a debate for today, man. Are you ready for it, David? I'm ready. It's a very interesting one right here. Ready? Top five colleges. Oh, sorry. Top five college stadiums. Like top five best college stadiums with game atmosphere. Like so the top five best college stadiums that have the best game atmosphere, man. Ooh, this one, this one's a little difficult. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I can think of five right off the bat. That's a little that bit is interesting. Right do, you, uh, do, you want, do you want to go first or do you want me to take this one first? I'll take it first. I'll take it. I want to I – okay, okay. I, have, I, have I have a couple in my brain right now. Okay, okay. And uh, uh, I'm going to go college football because that seems like to be the most popular college sport. Okay. And I'm going to – in no particular order, I'm going to have to go – Michigan has to be up on there. Michigan. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Uh, LSU, definitely. Yeah. LSU, they get crazy down there. Uh, 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 should I, uh, I'm going to do mm, Clemson. I'm thinking Clemson, too, just because okay, of the success okay. they had. Alabama, too, because yeah, they're recent yeah. success. Not recent. They've had success. And I'm going to have to go with the surprising one. I'm actually stuck between two, and I will say both of them. Notre Dame. And Penn State. There it is, man. There it is. That's that's a very that's a very good list. That's a very good list. I would have. I'm not gonna lie. I probably have most of those most of those on my list. You know, most of those most of those stamps on my list. Now I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say this much though. I I want to put like a little bit like basketball in there. You know what I mean? Like just 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 to change it up a little bit, and you know I. This is going to be – I'm going to be honest. I literally agree with every single one of them that you said. <laughs> but I want yeah. a specific stadium in there because, because you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of bias. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of this this one basketball. <laughs> and, you know, that's that's Duke Stadium. Come on now. Like, I had to put it in there because, you know, we, we, we go crazy as fans. We go wild as fans. So I oh, yeah, to, that, that is I, for sure. So I had, to, I had to throw them in there really quick and – um. That's pretty much it right there, though. Honestly, because like I like LS, I would say LSU and um, definitely Michigan State. Those are my like top top um my my like, top three, I guess you could say. But um, I didn't really have a top five when I first saw that. I couldn't really think of them as much. But it's, it, it, it's hard to come up with it because like, there every college stadium has like their particular their own type of hype and all that other stuff. And yeah. So it's definitely. hard. I went I went when I looked at it and I was just thinking about. It, I was looking more for the history. And Notre Dame's definitely Penn State's up there. And I looked at, like, the rivalries, like, how good it would be during rivalries. So, that's why I looked at Alabama. So, like, yeah. all those other ones. So, And also, and also, a lot of most, – most football college stadiums basically house, like, so many people. So, like, it could be very even in, like, all, in, like, all, like, in all, um, all the stadiums. So, yeah. that's, also, that's also true as well. But, um, yeah, man, that's pretty much – on that debate, that was a very good question, though, Shockwave. I mean, well, not a very good question. More or less a debate topic, you know? Yes. But, but shout, to, shout to Shockwave for yes, that sir. debate topic right there. But without further ado, David, I'm going to throw it over to you, man. It's time. You got any debate topics for us, man? You got any debate topics? Yeah, I got one. I got one. I got one. Let's see it. Let's see uh, it then. Hit me with it. 
this is interesting, right? Because we all know the the Gold Cup just happened the other day or yesterday, and uh, right. America won one nothing. So congratulations to the United States for getting yes. that that Gold Cup, bringing it home. But my quite my debate topic is out of out of all the three like major tournaments that happened, and I will list them: the Copa America, the Euro Cup, and the Gold Cup. Out of all of the winners, so we got Argentina, Italy, and uh, USA. Which one was the best? Which one was the best journey to get where they are? Or just the best Easy. entertainment to watch? Easy. I got, I'm going to answer right off the bat, man. Can I, go, can I go for it? I think I know what you're going for, so just say it. Just say it. Come on now. Now, I, I, am, I, I was rooting for USA. You know, very amazing. Very amazing run. Like, um... Amazing! Congratulations to them for winning it. Um, but I, come on now, it had it has to be Argentina. It has to be Argentina. I'm sorry. There's no overall. Um, again, congratulations to Italy for winning theirs. You know, it's not coming home, but it's coming to Rome. Shout out to them. But, <laughs> what, what's it called? But overall, if you look at Argentina's story, it's not even Argentina's story. If you look at Messi's story, that's what it really is. It's the it's the international glory that he finally got in the final. He finally won the um international title with his country. And that's all that that's been eluding him um his entire his entire career. So overall man, this is that that was for me, that was the best possible thing. Now I feel as if Italy does come a close second though. I'm not saying like Argentina blow them out the water, but I think Italy comes a close second. And the reason I say this is because with Italy, they, they're, they're, the last thing that they had or the last like, international tournament when, when they failed was when they failed to qualify for the World Cup. And that was a very big deal for um, the Italians, you know, because Italy's a, like, top country when it comes to soccer. So, like, overall, for them not to qualify for the World Cup, it was very nerve-wracking and scary and kind of, over, for Italians, like, I would say kind of embarrassing because you're expected to qualify, you know what I mean? So. Yep. When that when that happens, um, for them to find to like really get themselves together, right? Re re um reconstruct the team together as a whole and come back so strong to the point where they win the Euros, and they haven't. I think they're on some crazy unbeaten streak as well, like thirty something games. So like they they have not slowed down since ever, since that one moment of not qualifying for the World Cup, and I think. Them, them, um, finally making or fi- or winning the Euros, um, helps them out a lot in that case, like a really good comeback story and like saying like we're still here to play and so on and so forth like that. But for me, it's gotta be Argentina, man. It's gotta be Argentina. Uh, I knew you were gonna say this. I really did know. I I, I had a feeling you were gonna go Argentina just because of Lionel Messi. But I'm gonna have to yeah, disagree man. with you. I'm gonna have what? To the best one to watch, the best journey to watch, and I'm going to have to go with, even though America played very well, and it was fun watching that, but just the level of competition, I mean, it's kind of not that compared to this. The, and I'm going to go with it. The Euro Cup. Italy winning the Euro Cup, I feel like, was the best one to watch and the best journey. Just because, hear me out, just because Italy, like you said, Eric, you listed it before, they did not qualify for the, the World Cup in 2016. So everyone was not embarrassed, and embarrassed to in a sense because they were expected to be up there. They were expected to be with with the big dogs up there, and to not qualify and then go on to a thirty something un, uh, unbeaten match streak is unheard of. And uh, and for them 
not they were honestly they weren't even favorites to win the Euro. They were up there, but they were not one of those teams that you were like, all right, yeah, definitely Italy's gonna win it. It was either France or I don't even know Germany. Now that no, I'm, say I'm you know I'm listening to Portugal. There you go. There you go. All those other teams are more expected to Belgium. All these teams are expected to be favorites to win the Euro Cup. I don't really hear Italy's name that much. And Italy, they won all of their games, even in the group stage. They didn't even lose one game. They didn't even tie. They won all of their games throughout the whole tournament, and they got that W in the in the in the in the Euro final against a very good English team. So, I mean, overall, the story, the best team, to, the best thing to watch was Italy in the year in the Euro Cup. But Lionel Messi, definitely, everyone knows I'm a Ronaldo fan, so I'm not doing this because it's Lionel Messi. Definitely not. I'm just saying, Lionel Messi. Mm. It, it, oh, come on, come on. It was a great story for him because you know getting his first international thing, and now like, I, I mean they've always been on, Ronaldo and him been on the same level, but it's like now like Ronaldo doesn't have like doesn't have one up on him in the in the international thing. Like now they're pretty much pretty even, and it's good to see that for the the goat race in in soccer. But I'm just saying overall. Watching Italy play in the Euro Cup and not being favorites to being uh, Euro Cup champions is uh, is the reason why I picked them to, as one of the best things to watch throughout that throughout those three teams. Three, See, three, I, uh, three, yeah. Well, listen, man. There's a reason this topic is called the Great Debate for the reason, and I'm gonna bring it out right now, man. We're about to debate on this, man. I think Argentina. Now, I don't disagree with you, obviously, because like you know, I respect Italy's run. Um, However, I'm going to say this much. It's more, it's more about Messi than it is Argentina as a whole. But I will say this. Just like you said Italy wasn't the favorites to win the tournament, Argentina weren't the favorites to win Copa America either. You know what I mean? Now, I will say this. Um, there's probably a, little, a lot more teams above Italy than there was Argentina. Argentina probably like the second favorites to win or like the third favorites to win. Meanwhile, Italy would probably like five or six. You know what I mean? Something like mm-hmm. that. But I will say this much. Argentina, like, did, we're talking about a man, the best, um, well, no, I'm not going to say the best, but, or. Yeah, watch it. I'm not, yeah, you know, because I know you're a Ronaldo <laughs> fan, so I will say the best. <laughs> but one of the best players of all time, right? This one trophy eluding him, and he finally, finally, finally gets it. You know, that's legendary. That's, that's a legendary type thing. Not saying that what Italy did isn't legendary. I just think Messi. Um, Messi's story is way bigger, in my opinion. And for that reason, man, I got to go with Argentina, man. I have to. I, I see I see your point because it adds to Lionel Messi's uh, legacy. And like I said, it keeps him level with the Ronaldo in- international trophies. But you said it before. It, uh, even though Argentina is not the favorite, it was like Brazil. But still, they're one and two. Brazil and Argentina are one and two. I don't even think Italy was even in the top five as favorites. I don't even know if they were in the top ten. They probably were in well, the top ten. If you look at the favorites, if you look at the favorites, right? No, they were top ten. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm probably exaggerating that, but they were probably right. at least top ten. But I don't think they were top five. But I mean, think about it though. If you look at the if you look at the um the 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 top teams, let's go through them. Like say like just looking at the lineups. What people thought. You would have France up there, you would have Portugal up there, and you would have Belgium up there. Oh already after that. But then other teams that you look at, what? You would say Netherlands is probably up there. Oh, England. Oh my gosh, I almost forgot about England. Yeah. Oh my goodness. 
right? So England, England, that's four teams. After that, maybe you have either Italy, Netherlands, or Spain. That's why I can't think of. Am I am I missing one? Italy, Netherlands, or Spain. I mean, I I would put them up there. But Eric, in front of me, I do have the uh, the uh, Euro twenty twenty favorites. This was before it happened, and uh, you know how they do they do the who's going to win it all kind of thing. And this was before the Euro Cup even happened. And this is who the favorites were. Okay. I would let, ready. At number one, we got England. Oh. Number two, we had France. Number three, we had Belgium. Number four, we had Netherlands. Number five, we had Spain. Number six, we had Germany. Number seven, we had Italy. This and is really. Eight, and number eight, we had Portugal. This is, yeah, no. No, 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 no. No way you tell me no, number eight is Portugal. Stop. No, I know, I know. But I'm just, I'm pulling it up. I don't know who the source is. It's from World Soccer, so they did a terrible job, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> But I'm just getting it from a source, and that's who the they said who the favorites were, also based off of the source. They put Netherlands. They put Netherlands above in front of Portugal. That's kind of wild. It's messed up. I'm Portuguese man. It's kind of messed up. Now it's possible. (laughs) It's possible. Well, no, it's not really possible. But they could they could have possibly done that before um before Van Dyke got injured. I don't know, but Van Dyke got injured pretty early in the season, so I don't know. Uh, but, hey, man, I'm going to leave it at that right there. I'm going to leave it at that. Oh, Woj Bomb. Another one. Another one. Hold up. Wait, wait, wait. We'll go right back to it. One second. First off, I saw another one, but I didn't say anything. The Pacers re-signed TJ McConnell for um four years with a $35 million deal. So Good pickup. Good pickup. That's what they need. They need that bench. They need that bench guy. Well, that, that, yeah, it's a, in my opinion, I agree with you in that too. With the and obviously he had a big game with those nine steals as well in that one game. Ridiculous, insane. But this one, Trey Young gets one hundred and seventy million dollar extension. So this man just signed a five year, one hundred seventy million dollar deal, and also they said they said it with it's with the super match trigger that could make it two hundred and one point five million. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my. Trey Young making two hundred million already. Do we so think- much money, man! What the? <laughs> it's like it's like you go to the NBA. All you gotta do is be good for like the next, the first four years of your season, and you have the you're basically guaranteed to get paid. If if you're good, like put it this way, if you're good for the first four years, you can just chill out if you really wanted to because yeah. you're gonna get. <laughs> You work for that Supermax for the first four years. You get the Supermax, and then you're done. You have you have the generational money, and as long as it's a five year, but you just know after that five year deal, you're probably gonna get like a ten million dollar deal. Like you're not <laughs> you're not gonna get anything after that if you don't really try. But you know, Eric, with all this money contract thing, it's reminding me of that that uh, that debate topic we did. Uh, yeah. I believe it was last episode, and uh, it was basically for anyone who wasn't there. You guys can check it out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And uh, basically, we were saying whether it was athletes are getting paid too much for doing their profession. So, if you want to check that out, I'm, we're promoting ourselves. And uh, you go check that out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So. Definitely, definitely. But, yo, that's a lot, bro. For Trey, is Trey worth the match? Is Trey that I mean, guy? He's definitely proved it in the playoffs. I mean, some guys, they, they're good in the regular season. Trey Young is good in the regular season, but I feel like he's better in the playoffs. So. Yeah, I agree. Playoff trades different. No, let me not do that. Let me not do that. 
Imagine people going out, playoff tray, playoff tray. Yeah, playoff tray. So you and the A. All right, all right, stop. Oh, no, David's scarred. Calm down. Yeah. David's a little scarred. But ladies and gentlemen, we just finished our great debate topic for me. And uh, basically me and Eric, Eric said that Argentina's uh, win in the Copa America was one of the, was was the best one. And uh, I said Italy's win in the Euro Cup was the best one. So that's pretty much to sum it up. Yeah, there it is right there. But um David, we do have two audio messages in audio messages in the queue. Do you mind if I play them really quick? Oh, let's do it. All right, man. Well here we go. The 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 both of them are from Shockwave, man. So let's go ahead and nice. play two audio messages. Here we go. Great list, Oracle, on the college football. I would like to mention the swamp in Florida. Those Gator fans get crazy. And Neyland Stadium in Tennessee yeah. when Tennessee actually is good. They pack 110,000 in that, in that stadium, get crazy. And uh, awesome call on Cameron Indoor Stadium with the Duke Crazies, the blue, the Duke Blue Devils. Blue Devils I think they're called the Cameron Crazies. Crazy atmosphere there in uh, wherever Duke is at. I think it's in North Carolina somewhere. Yes, sir. Yes, there sir. There you go. Chocolate, shout out to you for that topic, man. Shout out to you. That was a really good topic. Yeah, that was a really it good was. topic. But um, It was. Shout out, yeah, just like David said, shout out to you, man. Let's go ahead and play his last audio message, man. Here we go. Duncan Robinson, three-point specialist. Five years, $90 million to return to the Heat. What? I only mention this because it's the largest contract ever for an undrafted player. So uh, keep shooting threes, young fellas, and uh, maybe one day you'll sign a $90 million contract. Imagine. Wow, Shockwave. Shockwave, yo. Like we said, Shockwave is like a computer, and he's like giving us all these facts. But that's a good that's a good fact. Like the first undrafted uh, player to get above a ninety, to get like five years, ninety million dollar contract. So imagine, wait, just imagine. Think of it like this, yo. Think of it like this: if you like just just shot threes all all your life, all your life, right? Imagine saying, imagine being able to tell someone, yo, you possibly might sign ninety do a ninety million dollar deal contract one day. <laughs> Like what? I don't, I don't know if it's that easy. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm shooting two for the rest of my life. Yeah. No, uh, no. Uh, but I, uh, I think that too much money, man. Duncan Robinson getting ninety million for five years. I'm sorry, but that, that is too much money for Duncan Robinson. Wow. I'm sorry, that's all he does. That's all he does is shoot threes. I, I mean, I, at, least with Curry, at, at least with Curry, he can shoot threes, and he has somewhat of handles and playmaking ability and a point guard ability. Duncan Robinson really doesn't have that. So, like, I think Duncan. the Heat overpay with him. They really did. Ooh, okay. There it is from David. There it is from David. David believed that the Heat overpaid for Duncan. Actually, when you think about it, it kind of, yeah, it kind of, like, but I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go into it because, you know, David, I have a debate topic of my own, man. Oh, it's here. So, uh, being the fact that you just kind of talked about soccer, I'm going to pick, I have, I have soccer and basketball in here, so I'm going to pick the basketball one. Are you, are you ready for this? And I'm excited. I feel like we might have the same answer, but I want to really just talk about this just really quick. But um, who is the better team as of right now going into next year, the Nets or the Lakers? Oh, uh, he did it. You had to do it. I mean, we got we to gotta talk about it. We got to talk about this, man. Russell Westbrook. Topic. I think Russell Westbrook did that on purpose, man. He wanted to go to the Lakers because they had the best chance of winning and competing against no other than – Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant, and we all know oh, the history between Russell Westbrook and KD. 
So yeah. I, I just want to say that right off the bat. But who do I think is the better team going into next year? It is a tough decision because although the Nets have never – now, the Nets have played some games together. They have had, they have not played enough. They have not played a full season or at least above 50 games together. I believe it was like 20-something. Yeah. So I can't really – no, I don't really know the full potential that that, that that group of three can actually do. So if I going into next season, it's kind of like the Lakers and the Nets are pretty much even in terms of expectation of what, what you think they're going to do. Because even though – the Nets and the, the Nets had Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and uh, James Harden all playing together that year. It's still not a certain thing for me because I we haven't seen them do like do that for at least fifty plus games. So it's still a little young and raw. So we don't know how it's going to overall turn out. But based off of the talent that we know that these players have, and what some of the games that the Brooklyn Nets played together with, and what I'm expecting in Los Angeles, I'm going to have to go with. Uh, uh, I don't want to do it. Uh, Ooh, you have to. I don't want to do it. Eric, Brooklyn's my, my team, though. Brooklyn's my, I've known them since New Jersey, man. Wait, uh, what are you saying? Have to, Wait, what are you I'm saying? Gonna have to go, I'm going to have to go with the Lakers. What? Uh, and the only reason why I'm saying this, and this only happens if Anthony Davis is healthy and LeBron James doesn't get hurt. Only two reasons why. That the Lakers are better than than the than uh, the Brooklyn Nets. And it's so tough for me to say. I'm biting my tongue while I say it. But when you just look at the overall talent of these two of these of these two teams, they're both pretty much equal. You got LeBron James, and then you got Kevin Durant, and then you got Anthony Davis, and then you got James Harden, and then you got and then you got Russell Westbrook, and then you have Kyrie Irving. But the talent's there. Talent's similar. The talent they have pretty much the same talent. I like, I like Brooklyn Nets. I like their team, especially if James Harden performed that point guard position and his playmaking ability. That's one of the reasons why the Brooklyn Nets are up there. But come on, man. LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, and Anthony Davis, we all know what they are, what they can do when they're healthy. Russell Westbrook, a playmaking triple-double machine. LeBron James pretty much does the same exact thing. And you got Anthony Davis, who's a great defensive guy and a great scorer. It all, it all matters how the chemistry is at the end of the day. And if the chemistry is good which, like, is what they're saying is going to happen, then I think the Lakers have a slight, slight edge over the Brooklyn Nets as favorites for next year. Oh, see, David. It's terrible, man. It's ter- I don't want to say it. All right, hold up. Before we go, before I go into it, before I dive into it, first off, we have a Woj bomb. So I got to play the Woj bomb. I got to say the Woj bomb. That's what I'm trying to say. But um, really quick, um, Woj bomb, Chris Paul gets a $120 million deal um, for four years, and he will re-sign with the Phoenix Suns. He will go again with Phoenix for four years. Uh, Chris. CP, come on, CP3, man. You didn't listen to the podcast, man. I told you to go to Los Angeles before Russell Westbrook, but (laughs) I just don't think, uh, if I'm being honest, I really do like CP3. I think he's a great phenomenal player, great point guard point guard as they call him throughout the league i don't know if that's a smart move for him just because we i don't know if the suns have enough enough talent for next year to go do the same exact thing well the talent's there for the suns but i'm talking about the other team's talents you got the lakers in there you got the clippers and the quiet stays is dallas mavericks especially you got all these other teams that 
Unfortunately, couldn't make it this year due to injuries. But they're definitely going to be up there next year. See, the thing is, uh, it's, I, I respect him for sticking with that team because he yes. did say that he wanted to work with DeAndre Ayn and that he does like the team a lot. So, over, overall, like, I'm not mad at the decision. Now, I do see what you mean by, like, he should have stayed and this and that. But can we really talk about this really quick? Chris Paul, that might be his last contract. Oh, that's sad. Think about it. Like, think, like, we're just, like, just put that in perspective. Four-year deal. In four years, how old is Chris Paul going to be? Like, close to 40? 40 years old, I think. Exact. So, that could, ladies and gentlemen, we possibly just saw last deal that Chris Paul ever saw the NBA. That's really sad to think about. Oh, my gosh. All right. Man, why why do you got to do that, man? Why do you got to do that? You made it so depressing. It's the last deal that Chris Paul has to sign, man. Hey man, listen. We had, I had to, we we had, we had to talk about it, man. We did have to talk about it. But I want to say this as well, um, David. I kind of agree with you in the fact that the Lakers. It's kind of weird how the Lakers just instantly went with Russell Westbrook. I guess because they they um got something in return, or no, that doesn't make any sense. Because when you think about it, Russell Westbrook's right as of right now, according to my source, right next season or no, not next season, um. In the 2023-2024 season, Russell Westbrook is going to be a free agent. A free agent. Okay? So, with that with that being said, he had a five-year, $206 million deal. That's a contract. Okay? And it's kind of in the, in the tw- going into the 2023-2024 season. Right? Chris Paul just had a $120 million deal for four years. So, like, technically speaking, the Lakers went with Chris Paul and they were able to sign him for that month, they would have got a less amount. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then again, yeah. But but or they would have opened a little bit more bad space to move around so they could so they could build around them. But then again you have to think about it this way, Russell Westbrook is a little bit younger than Chris Paul, I believe. Yeah, he's a little he's a little bit younger than Chris Paul. not by much, but he's a little younger than Chris Paul. So Maybe that's why they went with him. And also, we'll, we'll see what happens, man. Maybe Russell Westbrook was a better fit for them. So, Yeah, Eric, I will say you are cutting in now a little bit, but we can still hear oh. you. It's not as bad, but just want to give you a heads up. Thank you, my guy. Sorry about that. I didn't know that no was worries. happening. But um, really quick, going back to the debate really quick. Um, See, you really honed in on the top three or the big threes, right, between Lakers and Nets. Uh, you, you were going in on A.D. Braun and Russ Westbrook versus Kevin Durant, James Harding, and Kyrie Irving. Now, what you didn't do is go in on the bench at all. I'm going back to the bench, David. Now, when we think about it, really, we don't know we're getting Jeff Green back. We don't know we're getting Blake Griffin back. We already traded traded Shamit away for, for um, what was the guy's name again? Oh, my goodness. Freaking uh, Jalen Carter. J- yeah, what J- like I, Javon Carter, right? Javon Carter, yes. What's it called? I to be honest, I'm not really a big fan of that trade at all. But um, overall, we traded him back. We get two. We got two. Um, two or three rookies. I forgot. What, I forgot how many we got in the draft. The, um, the other night. But um, we have that. We don't know if we're gonna get Blake Griffin back. We let um Chris Chioza and my James both walk. So. Or both free agency at least, but we're not re-signing them. Um, 
So overall, our bench is kind of looking loose. Claxton, but the the if you look at the Lakers bench, though, the Lakers don't really have anybody other than Alice Caruso. You know, they they traded kind of like almost everything. I mean, I have THT as well. They do have TAT, but who who else do they really have? Do you need anyone else on the bench? No. Do they still have Andre Drummond or is he going to leave? Like, we don't know what, what is, what's going on with Andre Drummond. They got, they got, they got uh, Giannis' younger brother, Kotas. Onto the all right, you know what? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. As, all right. With that, with that being said, you know, overall, I see how you say the Lakers, but I'm not going to say the Lakers yet. I'm going to go Nets because I know for a fact that they've at least played with each other. Now, I'm not saying that the Lakers can play with each other, but we have to see how this team even operates because – we also think about it. There's not a lot of shooting in this big three. There's not a lot of shooting at all on this team. Russell Westbrook is not necessarily a good three-point shooter. LeBron is a pretty decent three-point shooter, not going to lie. And this season, he definitely was after, you know, specifically, if we're going to hold it on LeBron's three-point shooting, um, that, that one shot that he hit on Curry to go into the playoffs, you know that? Yeah. yeah so, we got, like, if we really want to talk about it, LeBron can shoot the three, but, like, he's not a – he's not – I don't think he's known for shooting. I mean, I wouldn't say LeBron's known for his shooting, right? Mm-hmm. And Anthony Davis isn't known for his shooting either. Realistically speaking, we got to see how this team works and how they're put together because there's no one really – Alex Caruso is not known for shooting, right? Um, T.T., uh, I wouldn't say he's a shooter. I would say, like, he's just a good – he's a decent scorer, you know, decent player, but that's all. And like you said, Costa. No, I'm kidding. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna yeah. <laughs> bring Costa. But overall, I'm gonna pick the Nets because I know what they can do, and I don't know what the Lakers can do. That's why I'm gonna pick the Nets. I understand. I understand. Even though the Nets only played 20 games, it was still 20 games more than the Lakers. But mm-hmm. it's still a little shaky for me because the Nets, they still only. Then again, they only played 20 games, so like, we don't know how longevity they're gonna play together. But then again, we don't know the same thing for the Lakers. But I will say this. The Lakers have no bench, and you say it right there. The reason why I focus on the big three is because those guys are going to be playing the 48 minutes of the whole game. We honestly all know that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you think LeBron's not going to get off for two minutes. You're crazy because LeBron's going to be playing the whole game. But I will say the reason why – one of the reasons why I picked the Lakers is because we don't know what the free agency is yet. We don't know whether they're going to get guys. They had – Interest in Carmel Anthony and DeMar DeRozan. So if they get those two guys, if they get one mm-hmm. of those two, it automatically boosters their bench. Or even if they get both of them, they're they're very they're very 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 good. Oh gosh, let's just let's just not hope. Let's just hope that doesn't happen though. Let's hope that doesn't but, yeah. happen. But, if they yeah. get Carmelo, oh my gosh. If they get DeMar too, but realistically, but, yeah. get DeMar. what happened? I said the GM. Yeah, that's all you can say, to be honest. Love GM, bro. He, he runs the league. He literally runs the league. It's his league. It's he not does. the NBA. It's, it's not the NBA. It's, the, it's, it's LBJ. That's what, it, that's what it's yeah. Oh, my goodness. But um, with, with that being said, man, I, that's all I really have to say on that, on that topic, man. That's all I really have to say on it. That's a good one, man. That's a good one. Thank you, my God. But before you go into yours, I, we do have four audio messages. Do you mind if we play these really quick? Oh, of course. Let's do it. All right. Well, the first one is from our boy Rando Facts, man. Rando yes. Facts stopping by in the building, man. We appreciate you. 
and here is your audio message. Here we go. Boys, it is going down right now. Everybody's signing. Everybody's going and doing <laughs> ink and deals right now. It is crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. We have Lonzo Ball. We may have DeRozan. We may go out and get Spicy P. Do you realize that somebody in the East just lost a spell spot today? Boys, I am so, so excited. I am so excited. I'm in the show. I'm in the building. But it's hard because there's so much happening. Lowry just signed to the Heat. They just extended... uh, um, Jimmy Butler and Duncan. Uh, Cameron Payne got an extension. Everybody's getting the extendo clips. Everybody's signing new deals. Ah, uh, you got to love it, boys. We are in the building. Shouts out to the d and takeover, man. David, Eric, you know the vibes. Yeah, shout out to Real Facts, man. We appreciate you, as always. But, yeah, for sure, man. The Bulls. And I... And I'd like to, uh, and Eric, you've definitely heard me say this before, right? You've definitely heard me say this before. That the, the Chicago Bulls next season, I said this at, at our old show, Meet Me at the Rim. I said, the Bulls are going to be a very good team to watch because they got Nikola Vucevic, they got uh, Zach Levine, and now, ladies and gentlemen, they got Lonzo Ball, they got Kobe White, they got, if they say DeMar DeRozan. Which I don't even know where he's gonna go because there's so many so many teams linked to him, but just based off of those guys that they got, their team's automatically better. So they are teams to be watched in the future. Oh, David, I just like when you were speaking, you should see my face. I literally just realized that they love Nicole Vucevic. Yeah, I, not, I I totally forgot about him. And Larry oh Marketing. Oh my gosh! Oh, Larry Larry Marketing. He might, he might um, get picked up by somebody else, but like I don't. Oh my gosh, they have Nikola Vucevic, Lonzo Ball, and Zach Levine. Oh my goodness, this and Kobe White. And do they still have? Wait, do they still have Thad Young? Am I bugging? They might not have Thad Young anymore. Oh, I, I believe so. So many trades. I can't. Sometimes I can't keep up. To be honest, I try my best. <laughs> but it's hard. Adam Silver can't keep up, so it's all good. Oh my gosh! Absolutely, <laughs> calling LeBron right now. Absolutely, like, what do you want me to do? He's like, I, I, I get dumpy, but I'm really but there's so many trades. But shout out to shout out to um Random Facts for that audio message right there. But let's go ahead and go on to the next one, which is from our boy Shockwave. Let's hear it. Here's The Western Conference champion Phoenix Suns uh bringing back Chris Paul four years, 120 millions. Four years, 120 for Chris Paul. Outrageous. And Cameron Payne, who played uh, really, really well for them during a the playoff run. So they're bringing back the point guard position intact there in Phoenix. They did lose Torrey Craig to the Pacers, though, which is neither here nor there. Probably easily replaceable. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really worried about Torrey Craig, to be honest. Even though he got his first ring and he schemed the system last season. I'm not really. He can, he can be replaced. Imagine the the finals is the Suns versus the Pacers now, and Torrey Craig gets another ring no matter what, or some somehow like that. <laughs> oh, that's not gonna happen. Torrey Craig will be uh, inevitable yeah. at that point. Torrey, you beat Torrey Craig in order to get the finals. That's what that's what they're saying. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But um, yeah, I'm not too. I I, I don't think we got too big of a deal. You know, like just Torrey Torrey Craig. But I I think bringing back Cameron Payne and CP3 are a big deal because I feel as if 
that team's gonna grow. You know what I mean? That team's gonna grow its own. It will, it will get better and better as um as the years go on. We we definitely would like to see we'll definitely see this team um make a deep playoff run again. If they if they get the right first rounder. If they definitely. get the right first rounder. And and especially if uh Booker and DeAndre Ayton take that next step that Chris Paul is gonna definitely take show them the way, then they're gonna they're gonna be a good team. In my opinion, I would say if DeAndre Ayton really takes that step. You know, obviously like Devin Booker can take that step, but like, like Devin Booker kinda is really close to just being there. You know what I mean? Dude dude just scores for fun at this point. He's just an insane <laughs> scorer. So I would say more or less DeAndre if he can become really like that dominant paint presence. Like I already really like, I'm talking about like top five centers in the league type. You know what I mean? Something like that. But, mm-hmm. but um, we'll see what happens, man. We will see what happens. But um, shout to Shockwave for that for that information yes. right there. Thank you for that, my man. Next audio message is from ten eighty six, man. Shout out to him, man. Thank you for popping out. And here's your audio message. Here we go. All right, boys. What's up? What's up? What's up? The takeover. The takeover. Good job. Good job, <laughs> fellas. Listen, in reference to the best team. Between those two, East and West, Nets or Lakers? Hands down, the Nets. Especially, we're talking healthy. Everybody healthy? Everybody stays healthy? The Nets, no doubt. The Nets, we already show, it's already been proven, one down, two can take the team. We don't know that about the uh, the Lakers, and plus this is Westbrook's first year. Ah, a lot to prove, a lot to prove. We all know how, they, how you know, they got to do a lot of ball sharing. The Nets already broke it into, so it's going to be a great season. Nets still going to be slotted to win it all. Nets, baby, let's go, Brooklyn. <laughs> that, that's, that, that's a great point, 1086, because, like, they have, the Lakers have so much superstardom in their, in their lineup. I forgot to mention this. This is a great point. They have so much superstardom, and now it comes to a thing. Like, the Brooklyn Nets already did it. They broke it up. Harden took the playmaking role while still scoring. Kyrie Irving was primarily scoring. And uh, Kevin Durant is just doing Kevin Durant things. So they, they broke that up into equal things. So they all have an equal part into this that great team. Now it's the Lakers' turn to step up. If they can yep. do it, and if they do it a little bit better, we're looking at a uh, Lakers versus Nets finals. But if exactly. the Lakers can't do it, if LeBron says, I want the ball in my hand, because we all see LeBron James, he's a playmaker. He's almost a triple-double machine. He can get very high assists. He can get good points. He's a clutch player. One of the one of the greatest of all times. So like, we all know that he wants the ball in his hands. Michael Jordan, he's like Michael Michael Jordan mentality. They all good players want the ball in their hands. Now the thing is, you have multiple good players on the team. I'm pretty sure Anthony Davis wants the ball in the hands. I'm pretty sure Russell Westbrook now wants the ball in his hands. So it's gonna be something gonna have to work out. But like I said, good players, great players always work something out to make their team better. So there it is, man. There it is. But um. I, I agree with you, 1086. You basically said you basically said what we what I like kind of said before. You know, what I'm saying like, I just want to see the Lakers prove it before I I um say that they're better than that. But um, there's definitely potential there. No doubt in my mind. Definitely potential. Eric, you're it's, cutting in and out a little bit. Oh, again? What's going on? Yes. Going, we, we were good before. What's going on now? Come on. I don't know. But um, what, what's it called? I wanted to say just really quick. In other words. I want to wait till they prove it. You know, I want to wait till the Lakers really prove that that um, they are better than Nets, or they can. We already know that they possibly can be better than Nets. 
you know? But yeah. I want Wade to prove it, you know? For sure. For sure. They have to prove it. But um, with that being said, man, let's go ahead and go into the next audio message, which is from Rando Facts again, and here we go. Now, I don't think we've had this discussion, or I've heard you guys have this discussion yet, but I do not like the Russell Westbrook trade. Um, everybody's done said it's a foregone conclusion. Uh, LA is going to take it away. I've been, I've been argued down today. I've been argued down before the weekend, all last week at work, all day today. I did, oh, this is going to work. I pointed out the fact that uh, Russell Westbrook is tremendous, tremendously inefficient. He's bad at the free throw line now. He's bad at the three-point line. And the things that the Lakers needed was a three-empty point guard. But they're not getting that. So, I don't think the, the Lakers are going to be in this the discussion for the, for, the, for the championship this year. Uh, they're wow. going to be really good. They're going to win a lot of games. But I just don't think so. See, Randall Facts. I... Uh... Based off of what you said, I can somewhat agree. But you have to take into account. We have the, the Lakers, not we. The Lakers have great players. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. They will find a way to work that out. Either someone's not going to get as much reps or they're all going to equally give the same amount. But some way or another, they're going to work something out. Because they, they all have one mindset at the end of the day. So win a championship. I will say this much, Randall, Randall Facts. I will say this much. I understand where you're coming from as in, like, coming, like, saying, like, like, you don't like the Lakers trade. I can agree that point and, like, see where you're coming from. But I feel like it's a little bit too much to say that they're not even in contending to win the championship. You know, like, I feel like that, that's a little bit of a stretch. I feel like there's just too, there's too much firepower in that team to, to say to not to say that they're not going to be contending to win the championship. That's a, I feel, yeah. I feel like it's a little bit of a stretch, you know, like Russell Westbrook, LeBron, LeBron James is on the team. <laughs> like, yeah, know, exactly. I, I didn't see LeBron's they're competing, basically. For sure. So, but overall, I can see where you're coming from, you know, Westbrook's a little bit inefficient. Um, but when that man's on, that man is on. Think of it that way. He's a triple-double king, man. Triple-double exactly. king. Triple-double machine. That dude is there. Oh my gosh. We were, David, David, ever since that triple double from Westbrook, David literally was like, yep, that's my goal instantly. instantly. For sure. Because everyone underestimates how good a triple double is. I mean, we've seen Russell Westbrook, just because we see Russell Westbrook do it all the time, we automatically think, like, oh, it's Russell Westbrook doing it again. But when you really yeah. look at it, that's some, like, that's some hard stuff to do. Triple double, uh, double, uh, triple double, and Points and rebounds and assists, I mean, that's really hard to do. Not a lot of people do it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But without further ado, let's go ahead and go into the next audio message. Shout out to Randall Facts. The next audio message from yes. our boy. The next three, actually, are from our boy Shockley. Let's go let's ahead and listen it. to these. Here we go. If Chris Paul plays out his four-year, $120 million contract. No, wait. There's another one. There's another one. Here we go. His career earnings will be four hundred and forty-six million dollars. That's incredible! Wow! That's wow! Four hundred. Oh my God! Wow! He literally made four hundred million dollars with his career. That's yeah. madness. Scotty Pippen's like, come on, man. 
<laughs> Scott, come on, man. Scotty Pippen's somewhere right now punching beer. That's what's going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta yeah, but it's funny, but like you gotta understand the different times. Like nowadays, people are signing for so much money because there is so much money into the sport. Back then, it wasn't as much. There was, there still was, but it wasn't as much. So they couldn't. Like Michael Jordan was, I don't know how much of the contract was. He's probably getting like twenty million, thirty million a year. Now you see Curry getting near fifty million dollars a year. So it's like. That contract was increasing. That contract was crazy. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Not saying that he doesn't deserve it. He definitely does in my opinion. But like, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. No, no worries. No worries. But um, with that being said, let's go ahead and play the last audio message, which is from Shockwave. Here we go. Nets lose some depth with Jeff Green signing with the uh, Denver Nuggets. Two no. years, ten million dollars. So the Nets take no. a little bit of a hit there. No! No! What is this? I just came on the phone now! Oh my! Alright guys, I think we're going to have to wrap up the show tonight. Thank you. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Are you kidding me? He signed a $10 million deal! So Brooklyn couldn't give him $10 million? We couldn't get $10 million? Come on. Come on. A two-year $10 million deal? And we, why didn't we do that? I don't know. I don't know, man. I have no clue, but... We better send somebody then. Oh, my God. The Nuggets! I'm so... I'm so... <laughs> you just lost Uncle Jeff. <laughs> uh, shockwave. That's a real shockwave. It's... Shockwave is woge. Shockwave is a woge bomb, but it's just called a shockwave. Because I literally... Yeah. He knew that before my, my notification came to my phone about Yeah, something. exactly. <laughs> Okay, so I, I hear you guys' points. It is a stress to say they won't be competing for a championship. They will. Like I said, they win a lot of games. They're probably going to find themselves in the Western Conference Finals. I don't think they win. I think when the, I think when things get tough uh, and things get tight, they're just not going to have it. Um, also, we have to account for all of the competition that is returning this year. We got a lot of guys coming back. A lot of talent coming back. And I, I get, I, I think the triple-double um, God uh, has, has blinded a couple people. He's blinded a couple people. Let's not forget, he's been on four teams in the last four years. And that ain't just for no reason. So, you know, I think it's going to be harder for them to build chemistry than we think. And we should watch out for that. He, he got, he's got point. some good points. Compelling. Compelling points, man. I can definitely see it, but we got to see what happens because we can easily say this stuff, and but we can't really predict the – I said production. The, the production <laughs> we can't predict the future. There you go. There you go. <laughs> the production. The production. <laughs>
That's a new word. Future prediction. Prediction. That sounds, yeah. I mean, I, you know, that actually might work. That actually might work. We need to contact, we need to contact Webster, right? <laughs> no, go to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> they have every word up there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, go without ahead. further ado, Eric, I am looking at the time, and I think it's time to go into a big deal, not a big deal topic. What do you think? You know, I think you know. I think I think you just jumped into my brain. That's what I think. Because I was thinking <laughs> the same exact thing. So you know, I just, with that being said, just just kick it off. Keep, keep it going. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're moving on to our next segment called "Big Deal, Not a Big Deal," and the rules are very simple. Uh, me and Eric we give topics to each other back and forth, and we state whether they are a big deal or not a big deal. So, Eric, who goes first this week? Me or you? You, I believe. I believe you go first. Right. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, Eric, I do have some NFL, some football. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right. So, big deal or not a big deal, Carson Wentz, the quarterback of Indianapolis Colts, is out for 5 to 12 weeks and will have foot surgery. Big deal or not a big deal? I saw this, David, and let me tell you, that is a, that's a big deal. Realistically, let me think about it. I was not really expecting, like, so much from the Colts. You know what I mean? Really? Like I was, I was, I wasn't. Nah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, like overall, when I look, I'm, I was looking more or less like at the like we're talking like Super Bowl wise. You know what I mean? And I wasn't expecting them to, to get that far. But overall, is it even worse now? Cause they don't got their quarterback. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it opens up the room for someone to step step in and 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 create a legacy. You know, like get get become amazing. Who knows? Be great. But. This is a big deal for the Colts. I'm going to say it's a big deal because ain't nothing like – how do you – there's not – I feel like there's no other position or, like, there's no other sport that you can compare it to, like, saying losing a quarterback. What's that equivalent to, like, in basketball? What's that equivalent to in soccer? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. losing a quarterback is so detrimental for football. For football, You know what I mean? Definitely. So, I feel as if there's nothing that you can really compare to that. So, that's a – in my opinion, that's a big deal, man. What do you think? Definitely. I mean, Carson once he has some up and downs in his career, but he is with one of his favorite coaches that he had in Philadelphia. That is the head coach of the Colts. So they were expecting him to be very good this year. Or not very good, at least better than what last season was. So we were expecting that. And now since that injury and since he's out with the injury, it's gonna set back the Colts. And we all know how important those first couple of weeks of football is. Because if you go on if you go over three you're already down three games and teams that are going three, three, and zero. So like, you got to come back. You got to keep on grinding, getting those wins. But I will say this, it is a big deal to answer the question. It is a huge deal for the Colts because this is the reason why the quarterback roster, Eric, I'm going to list it to you. So you got okay. Carson Wentz. He is out for injury. So he's not in. So they're going to have a competition between Jacob Easton, Sam Ellinger, Jalen Morton, and Brett Hundley. And I will say, Hundley is the only is the only one of the four who has attempted an NFL pass. <laughs> oh my god! <Yeah. laughs> wait, that wait, 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 not not even completed, just attempted, like attempted, yes. Oh no, my! At, at, yeah, at least attempted a pass. <laughs> Dude, uh, no, that's basically like, well, I mean, it's not us, obviously, because we're not football athletes, but that's basically like bringing a person on the court, on the court, the field would be like, go ahead and throw a football. 
That's funny. Yeah. But they did they did draft a rookie last year whose name is Jacob Eason and a rookie this year whose name is Sam Ellinger. So they are rookies, but <laughs> still. <laughs> hey man, we'll see what happens. Maybe one of these rookies step up and just become like the next Tom Brady. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. Like, maybe. We just have we just have like a success a success story. Be like, oh Carson Wentz went down and he took his spot and now he's the best quarterback in the league. I don't know. Something crazy exactly. like that. But um that's a bit there it is right there. That's a that was a really good big um topic right there. Big deal, not a big deal topic, David. Thanks. All right, but without do you mind if I go into the next one? Let's do it. Well, actually, we do have an audio message from Shockley. So let's go ahead and that one really quick. Let's do it. Reggie Bullock is headed to the Mavericks. Oh, so the Knicks man. take a hit. Oh, man. Wait, Reggie uh, Bullock. Oh, I thought you said Reggie Jackson. I was like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> Reggie uh, Bullock. I mean, another guy who is somewhat replaceable. Because he just scores, but he was still a key part to the the Knicks organization, so that's going to take a little bit of a hit. That's that's a good pickup for the um. How much is he getting paid? That's a real question. I wonder how much he's getting paid. Because depending on like how much you get, but either way, it's a good pickup because now you think about it, the line, the starting line should be Luka Doncic, um, either Tim Hardaway, either Tim Hardaway, Reggie Bullock, whether like it's like small forward. Wait, wait, did you say Mavericks or Pacers? I thought you said Mavericks. Am I bugging? I thought you said Pacers. Maybe I'm just hearing stuff. Wait. Oh, uh, well, wait. maybe not. It's probably the Pacers because I, I heard – I thought he said Reggie Jackson, so. I mean, <laughs> Shockley, we got confused, man. If you could – you know what? Just send it back in. Oh, you know, you're right. The Mavericks. The Mavericks. Yep. Oh, it's going to the Mavericks? All right. Yeah. All right. Well, when you think about it, it should be like look at point guard. Um, Tim Hardaway, Reggie Bullock, like you can, and you can change it between the two of them, right? I guess Chris Dobbs and um, either they have Bowman, they have Moses Brown now, and they also have Willie Cully Stein, so they can pick whichever they want to start. You know what I mean? Yeah, most definitely. And I will say Reggie Bullock is a great pickup just because of his scoring ability, and he does have a career, a thirty-nine point two percent career three-point average. So he's yeah. definitely known for his three-point shooting. That's a good pickup. That's definitely a good pickup. Makes them better. Yes. Not the, obviously, I wouldn't say championship quality, but it makes them better. You know, but if it Luka helps the bench. Into, if Luca turns into LeBron, then we have an issue. Then we have a problem. <laughs> then we have a problem. But um, without further ado, thank you, Shockwave, for that information. Yes. But um, yeah. without further ado, David, I'm gonna go ahead and go into my first big or non-big deal topic, and that is one. You know, we're gonna start with some basketball, man. You already know I love my basketball, but um. Well, I mean, we both love our basketball, to be honest. But, like, what's it go? I was just saying that just to say it. But um, either way, you, as you know, the draft happened um, the, other to- um, the other time we had our episode, which was on, which was last Thursday, right? But we never really talked about it. We talked about it a little bit. But um, it wasn't really a big deal, not a big deal topic. So it is kind of a lob. You know, I did the first five picks. But I'll, go with, I'll start off with the first one. Cade Cunningham getting drafted number one overall to the Pistons, man. Big deal, not a big deal. I love the dog. Uh, uh, it's a big deal. I mean, obviously yeah, for the Pistons organization, especially for Cade Cunningham, just because, like, uh, everyone's dream as a basketball player is to get drafted and play for NFL uh, – not NFL. Oh, whoa, NFL teams. No, NBA teams. <laughs> so, like, it, it's definitely – no matter what team you go to, it's definitely going to be great. So, for him, Cade Cunningham, Cunningham to be number one, Especially something is a little more special because you are the number one pick. 
and uh, you go into a franchise that needs a lot of help. So hopefully you can turn that around for them. But I mean, overall, it's just, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah, it is. It is. And I also the reason I said that, um, the reason I put that in mind because oh, it's 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 technically an easy big deal, not big deal. But I kind of want you like to go into it on like, let's talk about the Pistons now a little bit. Like in other words, what are the Pistons looking like now that they they've waived? They also waived um, what was his name? I think Chris. The name was like Joseph something Joseph. I forgot his name. And um, Corey Joseph. Player. Yeah, Corey Joseph. Thank you, thank you, Corey Joseph. And um, another player, they, they get more more minutes for Cade. You know what I mean? So overall, do you? I'm gonna ask you a big question right here. Do you see Cade Cunningham being Rookie of the Year? Ooh, big question. Big question. Uh, if I'm being honest, I'm gonna have to say maybe. I'm not 100 percent definite. If anything, I'm leaning more to no. Because oh, you've got a lot of talent on this team. Not on this team. You have a lot of talent in this draft, and uh, you might have. You might, and I'm gonna say this. You might see some. Maybe, maybe a second round pick might get rookie of the year this year. So, oh, is he calling out Jalen Green right now? Is he calling out Jalen Green? <laughs> All right. Nah. All right. But, I'll leave it. Wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, overall with this Pistons team, like you asked me, they're looking good because you got Killian Hayes, who was injured most of the season last year, if not all of it. So he's coming back fresh, and we all know he's pretty good. And you got Jeremy Grant, you got Cave Cunningham, you got Sadiq Bay, you got Mason Plumley, you got Isaiah Stewart, uh, Diallo, like you got Josh Jackson, you got a lot of good players. And a guy I really liked the guy from the draft was Luca Garza. So that is a guy to watch out for. He's a very good player, and I've seen him in college. So they got a good pickup from him in the second round. So overall, the Pistons are a much better team than last year. But it's not hard to do that. <laughs> but just, I think the Pistons put themselves in a great position to keep on growing as a franchise. So, good, good, good also, drafting. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I said good drafting. That's it. And also, they added Kelly Olynyk today. Not that yes. that's a big yeah. deal. But um, <laughs> what's it called? They added Kelly Olynyk, so hopefully that helped them out too. But um, I'll leave that at that, man. That's my not big deal. Nice, nice. I can see it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is my turn for my big deal, not a big deal. And, Eric, it is uh, NFL again, a little bit of football. Uh, and uh, recently, I think the other day, Madden 22 came out with uh, the top 10 quarterbacks, the rankings for the top 10 quarterbacks. And uh, oh, if no. you don't mind, I'm going to go through all 10 of them. And David, you tell me. David. Yeah. Yeah. If Lamar Jackson is at the top, you already know what I'm going to do. You already know. <laughs> oh, my God. Go ahead. I'm just joking with you. But at number at number 10, I'll start 10 to and 10 to uh, 1. At number 10, it's really shocking. Uh, Matt Ryan, 85 overall. He's number 10. Okay. Number 8, tied for number 8, you got Ryan Tannehill of the Tennessee Titans at 87. And Dak Prescott of the Cowboys at 87. At number seven, you got Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills at 88. At number at number six, you got Deshaun Watson of the Texans at 90 overall. What? Wait. Yeah. I, and, <laughs> all right. Let me, just, let me just let you finish. And then at number five, you got Lamar Jackson of the Buffalo Bills no! as a 94 overall. So his overall is pretty high. Oh, my gosh. And then. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Russell Wilson at number four 
He's ninety-one. He's ninety-four overall. Number three, which is a very shocking one, if I if I had to say, Aaron Rodgers with ninety-six overall. I know the top and then two. Number two, you got yeah. Tom Brady at ninety-seven, and then number one, of course, no other than Patrick Mahomes with a ninety-nine overall rating, and he joined the ninety-nine overall club. So that's the top okay. ten. Based off of that, who do you think? Who would you keep? Were you shocked about one person? I want to hear your thoughts on that. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. You would think if someone wins the MVP, they'd be the best quarterback in the league, right? Makes sense, right? Yeah. But I guess not. I guess MVP doesn't mean anything, I guess. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I mean, just, just logically speaking, I, I mean, if you're considered the best player in the league for that year, doesn't that mean you should be the best overall rated quarterback? I guess not. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I mean, maybe I'm going crazy, but... In that case, I didn't see Patrick Mahomes be the MVP. Oh, oh my goodness. All right. I don't know, man. Regardless, I'm not saying he's not worthy enough of being 99. Patrick Mahomes is insane. But I think, uh, I'm going to be honest, I think Aaron Rodgers has strictly just been one because he won MVP. You know, just that. Or at, think, le- at least two. Yeah. Like, I feel like that should just be, like, obvious, in my opinion. Like, over. Why give me MVP? Or in other words, why do you think they gave me MVP? They said I was the best player in the league. What else do I have to do in order to be the best player? Like the best player in Madden. Exactly. Regardless, um, Lamar Jackson should be. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, I will Lamar. say this: Who was above Josh Allen? Who was the one above Josh Allen? That was Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. I would switch that. I'm gonna be honest. You know what? If I'm being honest with you, I would do the same exact thing. I think Josh Allen should be a little higher. I, I think I would just switch them alone. I mean, you can also argue that Josh Allen is better than Lamar Jackson, but we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna have that debate because I don't want to have the debate because <laughs> I'm happy with Lamar uh, being above Josh Allen. But um, I will say this though, I think Deshaun. I feel like Josh Allen had a really good season last year. I feel as if they should give him a a spot a spot definitely over Deshaun Watson in my opinion. I know Deshaun I think Watson's so. good, but like that's just my opinion though. Yeah, I just think uh, Josh Allen uh, proves his team is much better than the Texans and overall increased his, his overall by at least 10 points. So I think he should have been higher. I think he should at least been 89, maybe 90. But I think I would switch 6 and 7. So I put Josh Allen at 6 and Deshaun at 7. But True. other than that, I, I mean, I don't know why Matt Ryan's up there, if I'm being honest. Yeah, <laughs> we're not even gonna talk about that. I'm literally yeah. not even gonna address that. Like, what? But Ryan Tannehill, I think Ryan Tannehill at number eight, tied for number eight. I kind of like where it is because he's not the best. He's not the best, best quarterback. He's not in Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady level, but he's not that. He's not bad. He's very good, Ooh. and especially with the addition of Julio Jones, he's gonna be even better next year. So, and Watch out. Um, also, who is um? What are you gonna say? Who is who is who's he tied with again? Dak Prescott. Oh, all right, all right. Did Dak? I feel like Dak dropped. Did Dak drop or did he go? Did he go higher? Uh, I don't remember. He he went up three. He went up three points. Oh, okay. All right. Well, there it is, man. I, I don't disagree with it. I have some little iffies, like you know, some little switches, but overall, I don't disagree with it. That's why. Yeah. Saying. But um, let's go. We do have two audio messages, David. Let's do it. So the the and they're both from ten a eighty six. Are you ready to play these, man? Oh, of course. All right, man. Here we go. Here we go. All right, boys. Hey, yo. 
MVP. That's like the most valuable player. He's valuable, high value. Not the best, but the most valuable. And I love me some A-Rod. That's my guy. That's the man, the bad man. <laughs> but overall, playing, winning, you know, points or accuracy and completions and stuff like that, that list is not too bad. I feel bad for Deshaun, but he's got to prove some things. But, but, you know, ouch. <laughs> All yep. right. I, I, see where, I see what he means there. That was a good explanation. You know, most valuable, yeah. not the best, but most valuable. That's but, a good point. Uh, uh, I don't know. I at least gave him a second. I'm going to be honest. I at least yeah. gave him a second. Uh, I just... I don't know. I feel like that's wrong. I, I know you're like you're the most valuable player to your team, but in that case, and when you really think about it, Aaron Rodgers could literally almost win a lot. Of, like he should have won a lot more. You know what I mean? He could win like he could arguably win every single year. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's at Green Bay. No offense to Green Bay, but he like makes Green Bay. If no Aaron Rodgers, there's no Green Bay. That's why. That is 100 percent true. And Eric, I think I figured it out. I think you should just all put him at number one, 99 overall. Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Time for one, so you can't complain. You know what I mean? Everybody 99. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. <laughs> and Lamar Jackson. No. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, all right. We got to move on. <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, we're just joking around. But, um, Dave, you ready to play the next audio message? Let's do it. All right, here we go. D-Rod, this is for you, baby. Run the stat uh, check. Check Jackson's stats, man. I heard overall rushing, passing, um, red zone, overall astounding. He's up there, bro. He's up there. Who? Who? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Are you you talking about Lamar? I believe so. He said he said Lamar. Or it's not like, yeah. I didn't even hear him say Lamar. All right. Well I mean looking at the stats. In the last two, in, in two seasons, I'm not going to count his 2018 season because he only played, like, I believe it was, like, seven games. Or I don't even know. He started seven games, so it wasn't a full season. But starting from 2019 to 2020, he had uh, he had 66% completion and, uh, and in 2019 with uh, 3,127 yards, and he had 36 touchdowns and only six interceptions. So that was kind of his, his breakout year. He did absolutely phenomenal. And uh, uh, I'm trying to find the carries right now, real quick, real quick. He had a QBR of 86, and he, I think he rushed for 100. Uh, I don't know. I think I could be wrong, but yeah, I think he averaged seven yards per carry or eight yards per carry. So he's definitely his his run his legs are definitely what got him on the map as well. And last year, he went he had a 64% uh, completion rate. So same uh, went down a little bit, and he also had 2,757 yards. From last year, so also went down. Touchdowns went down by ten. He had twenty six last year, and interceptions went up by three. So he had nine interceptions. Still good numbers, phenomenal numbers. But is Demar- is Lamar Jackson going to degrade? Is he going to fall down, or is he going to, or is he going to bounce back from last year? I mean, these aren't terrible numbers. I've definitely seen worse quarterbacks do this. But let's see if Lamar Jackson can take these Baltimore Ravens to the next level. But I will say this, Lamar Jackson, for the stats, Lamar Jackson has set, well, he did set a single-season rushing record 
for QBs with 1,206 yards in 2019. So his legs helped Le- him a lot. Lamar's a goat. No, I'm kidding. Let me stop. <laughs> Alright, what's it called? But um with that that was really that was a really good um topic, Dave. That really just like led on to a lot more stuff, man. That was awesome. <laughs> but um it, without further ado, do you mind if I go on to the next my next topic? Yeah, let's do it. Alright, well I'm gonna give you some soccer, my man, alright? Let's hear it. I got some soccer action for you, alright. Big deal or not big deal. Harry Kane did not report to training with the Spurs. Uh, I had the same exact one, Eric. I think great minds think alike. And exactly. I'm going to say it's a big deal. It has to be a big deal because when your star player of the Tottenham Spurs, Harry Kane, does not show up uh, does not show up at a training camp, there's some problems. It means he's unhappy. And Eric, I believe, I forgot what team it was, but there was, I don't know if it was Man City. I think it was Man City that he's expected to go to or he wants to go to. Yes, but I have some news on that too. All right, so, all right, you say it. I want to hear the news. It's exciting. All right, so basically, right? Yes. Harry Kane is basically, um, how do I, how do I feel nicely? He's basically in jail. Like, he, he can't leave Spurs, okay? The reason being he can't leave Spurs, right, Oh, I remember is, this, yeah. The reason being he can't leave Spurs is because Man City offered $100 million and... See, I know everyone, the way everyone sees it from the outside, the outside view, like, in other words, or neutral standpoint, right? They see Harry Kane as a hundred million. People would say Harry Kane's worth a hundred million. Now, what's the worth of Harry Kane to the Tottenham Hotspur? You know what I mean? What's, what's the worth of Harry Kane to the Spurs? It's a lot higher. So, the Spurs won't let him go unless they see a deal above a hundred million. And that's what man offered. So basically, what I'm hearing is, in other words, it's not really good for Harry Kane not to show up to training practice, right, or training or training at all for for the team, because if someone doesn't offer more than 100 million, he's playing with Spurs this season. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wow. So realistically, it's like it's just gonna create bad blood. But I'll, I'll let you. What do you think with with hearing all that information? I just like spit information at you right there. What What are you thinking now? What What's your What's your mind at? Oh, man. I think he might be playing with Tottenham Spurs next season. I mean, he's going to be unhappy. We all know that. We've all seen it throughout many sports. People are unhappy with the situation. Uh, but I think he's going to stay one more year with Tottenham Spurs just because of that information you said. And uh, I don't know, man. He's going to be unhappy where he is, but he's going to have to deal with it until next year or until the tran- transfer market. See, and also I will say this. I don't. I, this is exactly what I said when, like, obviously the podcast didn't exist when he signed his contract with Spurs. But um, I will say this: it was, I believe, it was either a four or a five-year deal that he signed. And when that happened, I was shocked because I was like, "Why would he sign a four-year deal with Spurs? What if they won for you? You know?" And I feeling that Harry Kane was going to leave eventually. The thing is, if he signed what a two-year deal, we'd be having a very different conversation right now. Because some at a certain point, you have no control of the player anymore, you know? So yeah. Realistically, once the contract expires, it's up to the player, unless there's like some type of term where they have to come back or certain things like that. But it's really up to the player where he wants to go. And they, and they could end up losing one for, like, nothing, you know? So 
It's 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 a really it's a really weird situation. Technically, yeah, look at Harry Kane for signing that contract in the first place. I don't know why he did that. I guess it was to guarantee money, but it is what it is, man. It is what it yep. is. Think, He's gonna have to stay with it now. I think Harry Kane's gonna end up being a Spurs legend. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> no, man. But either way, that what that that's that's the big that's the topic there, man. Yeah, definitely. That's a big topic well, in European soccer right now. Yeah, man. Because if, if Man City get him, uh, pack it up. Everyone pack it up. Everyone stop it. Up. It's not fair. It's not fair. At, there's no point in coming out of the field. Like, just stop it. Go go home. <laughs> just, just, just just hang out with your family, your wife and your kids. Yeah. There's no reason to come to the pitch. No reason at all. Hey, they're going to Oh, man. I'd be so angry. I'd be so, so messed mad. up. But, but what are you going to do? Yeah, man. We do have an audio message really quick. Can we play this really quick? Yeah, let's do it. All right, this one is from our boy Shockwave. Shout out to Shockwave fans. Here we go. Harry Kane not reporting to the Spurs. Can y'all imagine somebody listening to your show that doesn't follow soccer trying to figure that one out? Yeah, <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> that is so exactly. true, Shockwave. But I will say this much. I will say this much. If anyone is listening and you know they they like um they don't understand what's going on, feel free to ask, man. We don't we do not bite. I promise you, we don't bite at all. You know, we love people ask questions as well. You know, if you want to learn about a sport, we'll be here. To, we'll be here to say, you know. But of course, yeah. of course. But without further ado, David, go ahead and take the next topic, man. All right, let's do it. And uh, I got some soccer, and I had to do it. I mean, we discussed this a little bit, and it is Team USA winning the Gold Cup yesterday. It's all pretty much a lob. Big deal, not a big deal. It's not a big deal. No, I'm kidding. Oh, no. whoa. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Come on, come on. No, it's a big deal. Um, Team USA, um, well, not really. That sounds like I'm saying Olympics. I'll just say USA. What's it? But um, yeah. our national team was able to get the, the victory today. Um, or not today, um, the other day, and take home the Gold Cup. Very good win. Very intense game. But, um, hey, man, I believe that marks it, that, that makes it back-to-back for back-to-back times they won the Gold Cup, if I'm not mistaken. So, shout-out to Team USA. I keep saying Team USA because we're the Olympics. Shout-out to, <laughs> shout to USA, man, for getting that win, man. Big deal. That's all I can say about it. For sure, 100%. Big deal. And it puts America back on the map. I mean, they've always been on the map, but, like, American soccer and the way they develop youth players is much better than it was in the previous years. So it's great to see it finally forming together. And uh, they won a good game, an intense game against Mexico. Really fun game to watch, but I'm excited yeah. for it. I'm excited. And shout-out to Miles Robinson for that for that header. And the 117th-minute goal, man. That was awesome. Crazy. Crazy scenes, crazy scenes. That man will never forget that moment in his life. Never. It's that's, never. That's gonna be that's gonna be written in stone forever. But um, also being the fact you just jogged my memory, actually, I, I do want to talk about a little bit. One, I want to say this. Not only did the USA win the Gold Cup, but they also won the um Coca Nations League this year. So that marks that that marks a time. I I don't know if it was the first time ever. But they've won both the Gold Cup and the Nations League in the same year, which is humongous for United States for for United States soccer. You know what I mean? Yeah, 
Well, and also, also, I want to add. I want to add this, David. Right? I want. I want this to be no noticed as well. This United States team went into the Gold Cup with a a pretty young, right? Pretty young team. But not only that, this was basically their B squad. Yeah, that is true. That Think is about true. That. They basically got their B squad. Not not discrediting discrediting any of the players on that national team because they're all great players, right? But they basically brought their B squad and still won the tournament. That's awesome. They man. Love to I, do that. It shows that USA Soccer is uh, developing their youth and their academy is awesome, man. Because develop players that, like we say, quote unquote, B team and beat top teams like Mexico. In Canada, I mean, just awesome. Now, I'm not. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm not gonna say Mexico had their their top team as well, but overall, we still got through some teams that. And I wasn't really. I was shocked when I saw when the Gold Cup first started and I first saw the rosters for United States, um, or for all the teams, and then I saw the United States roster. I was shocked. I was like, "Yo, where's like Christian Pulisic and Gio Reyna? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Certain stuff like that." Weston McKinney, and we didn't have any of those guys, and I was like, how are we going to win this? Like, I don't know any of them. I really don't know much of these. A bunch of them was a bunch of MLS, like, merchants. You know what I mean? Most of, most, pretty pretty most much. Of but, but they showed out. They showed out. They showed that they're capable of really causing some havoc, man. And when I tell you, this final squad, whatever squad that we come up for, for, um, for World Cup qualification, it's going to be a dirty squad. Definitely, definitely. I mean, excited for you, Team USA. Uh, team USA. Now you got me saying Team USA like the Olympics. <laughs> but, oh, sorry. but yeah, awesome for uh, uh, the USA men's national team for getting that League Nations Cup, CONCACAF, and also getting the uh, Gold Cup victory. So shout out to them, man. They did absolutely awesome. There it is, man. Perfectly said right there. But um, without further ado, man, we do have another audio message from our boy Shockwave, so do you mind if I play that really quick? Of course, let's do it. Alright, here we go. Lakers add a nice piece, uh, Trevor Ariza, one-year contract to join the Lakers. Hmm. Interesting. That adds to, the, adds to the depth, man. That adds to the depth. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good pickup. That's a really good pickup right there. So, where what you're really telling me is, the Lakers add depth, and we lose depth. Nice. Nice. Sounds sounds great. Sounds amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Life is amazing. But, uh, come on, it gets uh, better. It gets better. Uh, yeah, I'm only kidding. I'm only joking right now. But um David, do you mind if I go into my next topic really quick? Yeah, let's do it. Alright, man. Let me go ahead and pull this up for everybody really quick. Hold on, let me see what we got. Alright. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do some basketball. I'm gonna do some basketball. All right, here we go. So, the I'm gonna go back to the draft. You know, I wanted to do the first five picks, so this is the second pick. Um, Jalen Green getting drafted to getting drafted to um to the Houston Rockets. How do you feel about that, man? Big deal, not big. Deal. Obviously, yeah, we already know the answer, but like, come on, give it to us. Just give it. Just give uh, it. To us. Really it's a big deal, big deal, because Rockets got a good young guard in Jalen Green. I think he's gonna be very good potential in the future. And uh, I feel like he was one of those G League players that people didn't really know, like, didn't really see him play that well because he was in the G, G League. He wasn't in college. Like, 
all the others, all these other athletes. But I definitely think he will develop into something great. We don't know if he's going to do it off the bat, but he will be a very good player and very good for the Houston Rockets organization. Definitely, definitely. Now I will, I will say this. Like now that I ask you that, like, what are we looking at in the shape of Houston? Like, do you think that's going to easily change significantly, significantly in his first year or no? Like playoffs? Uh, no? like, I want, I want, I want to pick your brain on this. I think Houston's going to be in the same situation as as Pistons right now. They okay. got better from last year, but it all depends on how good uh, Porter Jr. is or how good Christian Wood develops. You know what I mean? But I think they are definitely better by adding these these draft picks. But to playoffs, I don't know if we're up there yet, but it's definitely better than last year. So you're, you keep on getting a milestone. Definitely. Definitely. I agree with that one. I agree with that one. Well, it is right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's my topic right there. David, do you have any other ones for me? I have, I have one. All right, ready? Yeah. So it is. The Yankees going some some baseball. So the Yankees have a three game win streak since the acquiring Josh Rizzo and uh, Gallo. So mm. ever since those new trade guys, they've been on a three game win streak. I know three games isn't a lot, but is it starting something new? Is it I like something? the Yankees are getting back. I like the sound of that, David. I <laughs> love it, man. Now, I will say this. Let's not jump too much ahead. It's still a big deal. Big deal because it proves that what they did definitely helped them. You know, it's definitely yes. what they needed, right? But I would say let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Like you like you said, three games isn't a lot. You know, we, we need to see more. We need to see more from the Yankees. Let's keep it going. Let's really – you know what I want to see? I want to see a play spot. Get in there. Let's yeah. Really, let's, let's really test the waters. Let's really see if this is really what we what we need to finally like boost us over the top, I guess you could say. But I, I'm not getting too ahead of myself because you know if I get too ahead of myself, watch the Yankees going like a five game losing streak. Don't say it. Don't say it. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx that. So, but yeah, man, I think it's a big deal though. I definitely think it's a big deal. What do you think? Uh, I agree. Definitely a big deal for sure. Just because. The Yankees they desperately desperately needed some some hitting in their lineup and they got two great two good two very good players in the hitting aspect and fielding as well. So I think this will be the start of something big. And hopefully the Yankees are only a couple games behind that wild card spot. So hopefully they overtake that and then make the playoffs and they shock everyone and win the World Series. So see what happens. There it is, man. There it is. Love that's a good topic right there, David. Great topic right there. But um do you mind if I go on to my next one? I got some basketball for you. Oh, let's hear it. All right, so I got a trade for you, okay? Now, this trade, I want to say, happens maybe the day after or a couple hours after drafting, okay? And now, when I was looking at this trade, you know, I wanted to go a little bit deeper. I wanted to like, get into the, the, the contracts of the players and all that stuff, you know what I mean? Just so okay. you can, like, really – because, like, some of the trades, I was, to be honest, when you just hear that you go, the contracts, it just sounds stupid. You know, what I mean? like it just sounds, it just sounds like it sounds like why would you like why would you ever do that? You know, what I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't sound smart at all. So I try to like understand that a little bit more. But here we go. Yeah. So there was a trade between Jazz and the OKC Thunder. 
Okay? So, this trade, in this trade, the Jazz received a second-round pick from the Thunder, right? And the Thunder received Derek Favors and a first-round pick. Hmm. So, with that, Betty, with, with, with just hearing that, without me telling you the salary or anything like that, or possibly the reason behind the trade, what do you think about that? So, I'm going to repeat it one more time, tell me if I got it right. So, the trade was between the Jazz and the Thunder, correct? Yes, yes. The Jazz give, no, the Jazz receive a second round pick. Yes. And, and uh, the Thunder receive Derek Favors and a first round pick. Yes. Oh, I'm thinking Thunder won that. And right? not because they got Derek Favors, I think he's a good veteran player. But just because they got a first round pick. I mean you trade a second round pick for a first round pick, you automatically get that get that W. Okay. All right. Now I will say I will say this much. So I'm thinking the reason behind this trade is to clear up cap space for was it was to clear up cap space for Utah Jazz. Because if you look at Derek Favors' contract Derek Favors is on a three-year deal, a three-year, a three-year deal for twenty-nine million dollars. Oh my! Okay, God. yeah, yeah, and he's thirty years old, right? Oh so goodness. realistically, he signed that. I want to say when he was when he was um when last season, right? He becomes a, he he becomes a free agent in the 2023-2024 season. So twenty twenty-three free agency, right? So realistically. The only team that was able to really take on that salary was the Thunder, you know, because the Thunder don't really have anyone that has a humongous, like, they don't, they don't, they're not building a, a crazy good team, you know what I mean? Not, at least mm-hmm. not right now, you know? So they, in my opinion, I want to say this as well. I agree with you. I think the Thunder might have edged them out on this deal because they had a person, Derek Favors, who's not a great player, obviously, but he's a veteran, you know, and he could possibly help. Um, like the young young player in there, you know, get the mindset right, get the mentality right, and possibly help grow their their youth. But at the same time, do you guys think the Thunder get a first round pick out of this? Like you said, you know, like to trade a first round pick. This Thunder yeah. team, man, them in their picks, bro. I don't know what's going on. But, I don't know, man. They they got like they got like the whole the whole thirty two. They have the whole thirty. First round picks next year. Next year, I feels like because they yeah, got three like, trades. They're waiting. They're waiting on a. Uh, they're they're looking at. I heard they're scouting like a middle schooler right now. Yeah, for, yeah, the, for the next in, upcoming. In twenty twenty five, you gotta see with the first with the, with the first pick, the third select, the second pick, the Thunder's a select. The, <laughs> the whole freaking the whole freaking lottery, the Thunder select. You know, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. They have everybody, man. They have everybody. Or every, every <laughs> pick, I guess you could say. But this exactly. might be a not big deal right there, man. Just a little nice. Just a little, just a little trade right there, trade action. But um I do have another audio message. Um Oh, let's play it. Yeah, man. This is from our boy Shockwave again, so let's go ahead and play this. Here we go. Wayne Ellington, who shot forty two percent from three. With Detroit last year, has signed with the Lakers, one-year deal. No. Dwight Howard has agreed to a one-year deal to return to the Lakers. So Ariza, Ellington, and Dwight Howard have all agreed on one-year deals to uh, try to win a chip next season with the Lakers. Uh, Eric, this adds to my Lakers thing. Remember what I said? They need a little bit more depth, and they, they basically got it within our show. So, Bro, 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 bro. If Shockwave, bro. 
Shockwave, the next the next audio message, you better be saying is the next sign Kawhi Leonard or something. I need I need, <laughs> I need something, bro. At least exactly. a decent player. What's going on? The Lakers are stacking up. The Lakers are actually stacking up. How do up. they get so much money, man? How? Yeah, what's going on? Love you, it, That's the answer. <laughs> I figured Only it out. Only one word. Only one word. Love GM. He's getting... He called Adam Silver. He's like, "Yo, let me get let me get a little bit more luxury tax. I need to get." Luxury tax. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro! The Lakers are diving in money. What the heck? Oh, my. it's all right. It's all right. We still got some moves. We still got some moves. Oh my! What? what oh, I can't even talk about it. I can't even talk about it, man. But um, with that being said, David, do you have one more audio? Not audio message. Do you have one more topic? Yes, I do. And uh, if you don't mind, it is about the Olympics. All right. I mentioned I mentioned this guy before just because he did phenomenal in in Tokyo Olympics, and it was American swimmer Caleb Dressel became the fifth swimmer to win five gold medals at a single Olympics. Goat talk, goat talk. All right, my right. man is a beast. That's a I know. Guy. He's a monster. He's actually a monster. Insane. He's, that's another, another thing I'll say. I said it once last episode. And if you didn't catch last episode, you know, you know, shameless plug. You can you can go you can go um check that out on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you, you, you know, you know, just, just a, little, <laughs> a little plug right there, a little plug right there. Um, what's it called? Um, but I I will say this, like I said last time, I feel like winning an Olympic medal is such a crazy, amazing accomplishment. You know, like. It's just Olympic medals. Basically, they basically just tell you you are the best in the world, and like it's not a league. It's not, you know, like, you're not you. You're competing against the world itself. You know, so just you. You're at a different level. You are that guy. You are oh, amazing. Congratulations to him, though. Congratulations to him. Man. That is a very big deal. What do you think? Tim? I mean, I think it is a huge, huge deal. Just because to be to be down in history like that, the fifth the fifth swimmer to win five gold medals at a single Olympics, and to win one gold medal or even win one medal, it doesn't have to be gold at Olympics against everyone, the best players of the world, is a, a huge honor. But to win five gold medals, five out of five events, and win gold medals in each one of those, you got to say this guy's gonna be the next Michael Phelps because he's doing absolutely insane. Keep it up, Caleb Dressel, and you'll be something special like you've seen in Tokyo. You will be a fish if you keep it up. <laughs> you keep a fish. All right. Oh, yeah. With, with that being said, David, you know, I think perfect time to wrap up, my man. It's been a great episode, but um, do you, you, what do you think, man? Do you, should we wrap it up? I think we should wrap it up. Good timing. All right, man. Well, you go ahead and close it out for us. Sounds good. Sounds good. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who took the time out of the day just to listen to us. You know, we appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. And, uh, also, if you have not given us a follow on the Stereo app, go click that follow button. Or go click our faces and give us a follow. And also, subscribe to our show because it helps us reach out to many more people, many different people on this platform. It helps us grow and thrive as a family and as a podcast. So, And also, if you haven't followed our Instagram, go give that a follow, and I will tell you what it is right now. It is official underscore DE underscore takeover. And once you type that in, and I'll say one more time, official underscore DE underscore takeover. And once you type that into Instagram, you press that search button and you will see us and click that follow button. It would be much appreciated. 
And also, if you want to get to know your host a little bit more, because why not get the people get to know the people that are, are doing the show? You can follow my Instagram, which is David underscore Rod underscore O two, and Eric's is Eric underscore Hines sixteen. There we go. There we go. Go click. Go get those a follow. Be much appreciated. And I feel like I'm missing something. No. I oh he just any of our shows. Oh, go click the Spotify. Go go on Spotify. Go on Apple Podcast and even on Anchor because we are on many different podcasting platforms. And uh, once you go on Spotify and Apple Podcast, go give us a, a subscribe and a follow. It'd be much appreciated. And also, if you miss any of our shows, just go there. They'll be right up there. They'll be up there, and they will be posted. So you would never miss any content from DNE Takeover. But other than that, Eric, did I cover everything? You covered everything, man, perfectly. Perfectly. Nice. All right, man. But with that being said, I just want to say thank you guys, every single one of you guys. We appreciate you so much. Um, thank you for popping out to the show like you do always. Um, and it's been your boy Easy E, and it's been your boy the Oracle D Rod. Peace. And we'll see y'all. Peace. Peace. See you on Thursday. See ya. Oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man.